My wife and I are actually deciding finally that we probably are going to do something with our back area. Hey, listen, you don't need to talk about that on the podcast. That's between you and your, your wife. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Exasperating. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. How is everybody? How's everybody feeling? Everybody ready to, to go behind the sins? Ooh. No? Yes. Okay, we, we don't have to. We can I just, just thought you know, maybe we could talk for a little while. Sure, know? Danae. What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Oh, the weather, you know, let's start, let's start with the weather. Sure. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's yeah. the weather been? Hey, we had the hottest day of right? the year it has been yesterday. so hot. Uh, it is, it's been in mid to upper nineties all week here. It is. Yeah. Well, we're back to low. We're back to 90 today, but yesterday was, I mean, literally it was the hottest mm-hmm. day of the year. It was 97. Yeah. Heat yeah. index was like 104. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it worked. Look at yeah. me go. <laughs> I went, out, I went out to get the mail, and I was like, there is no need to go back outside today. I, I'm dealing with a neighbor judgment with the heat because they have two dogs that they leave out all the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're yeah, outside yeah. dogs, and it's been so hot. And yeah. there are thick coat dogs as well. And I just can't imagine. But I know that dogs are designed to endure weather in ways. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, but I look out over the backyard and I see them and they're puppies and they're growing and they're getting, they're just out there on the back porch just like, (laughs) Uh, and I I have to avoid looking that direction because it makes me sad. Yeah, because we had we had saints. I hated summer yeah. when we had saints because that was just a pain yeah. to make sure you can only let them out yeah. for a few minutes. And they get overheated. We had the air condition. We had the kennel run in the garage, um, which I thought it was funny. I was listening to outtakes on the Sincast last week. Oh, you and, listen to uh, outtakes? They were talking. Yeah, outtakes are a good thing to yes. listen to sometimes. They were talking about. They were talking about my saints, uh, Chris and Barrett were, and it was really funny because Chris is like, yeah, you just walk in this room and there's like these cages and he made it sound like it was like a prison or something. And it was, uh, it was a very nice kennel run (laughs) in a, in a air conditioned garage. It was not, I don't know. I know that's not what he meant, but it was just funny when I heard that. I was like, I hope people don't think I'm like torturing dogs and (laughs) right. But he's like, yeah, they're really yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, so but, uh, Jonathan runs a puppy mill. Okay, 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 okay. got it. Got it. Understand <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like no. Yeah, we had a we had a whole he's, setup. He's the Jigpaw killer. Uh, oh we, God, we know. We yeah, know who he is. Uh, yeah, it's been hot. Have you ever seen rabbits lay down? What? Have you ever seen rabbits no. lay down in the grass? Our yard is like home to so many rabbits right now. They must live right around our house. And I will look out my window, and they will be sprawled out in the yard. Just laying there, I'm like, oh, that's a dead rabbit. No, apparently they just they lay down to chill. Like I've I've never <laughs> I seen know, that right? before. I hadn't either until that's this weird. year. I was just like, it's so hot. The rabbits are just like, well, I don't need to worry about predators. It's too hot for them to hunt right now. I'm just gonna like sprawl out on the yard. <laughs> they just they're just out. Yeah. 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 yeah fun mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, well, nice, nice little uh, batch of uh, outtakes on the inside of the show before we head into this inside scoop. Uh, let's go for it. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Um, all right, let's get into it. Now, we are in a place that is different. We talked about streamlining last year, but or not last year, last episode. Last year, yeah. 
last year, whatever. Uh, it does feel like a year every week, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are in a place where we're streamlining this. Also, we're getting uh, you know stuff from the people who have written a little bit differently. So I have no idea who's responded for what, all that kind of stuff. How so does apologize. it feel to be out of control? I actually don't mind. I really actually don't mind that part. Okay. As long as you don't mind me asking, hey, what did Jeremy have to say about this? And you're like, Jeremy didn't have anything to say about this. Jeremy um, had something to say about this, though. <laughs> Uh, let's start off with commercial sins. Uh, 2017 Sunsetter Awnings commercial. Who is this have, fucking product for? I is what no, Jeremy I've, starts off by saying. I have, I have, no, I've never heard of this. But really? uh, yeah, c- continue with Jeremy's thought. Listen, I, I don't see commercials, so I, know, I don't know. But this was a while ago, uh, I, and I remember this commercial. I don't you, remember this oh either. Oh my god! I don't. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me because I remember mm-hmm. this commercial. It was on all the time. So whatever I was watching, it must this have is been. one. I am yeah. not. I am not an outdoors person, so anything involving like uh, building stuff for outdoors, or <laughs> I, just, I probably tuned it out. So Jeremy quickly. wrote this. What did he have to say? Uh, he says, who is this fucking product for? Who are the people out there with scant patio space who want an awning, but only sometimes? You either want that shade or you can't afford an awning. No reasonable person is like, sometimes I'd like to bake in the 100 degree sun, whereas other <laughs> times I'd prefer to be shady and 80. <laughs> I kind of want a shirt that has an awning on it that says Shady and 80. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, God, guys, I'm so funny. But that was actually what Jeremy said. So is it me or is it? It's Jeremy. Okay. Anyways, uh, It's Jeremy. Not just an awning. This awning is retractable. And hey, if you're super cheap, they have a manual crank version instead of the remote control. Meanwhile, it is a fucking awning. Awnings are universally known to be worthless. The only thing more worthless is a a pergola. Pergola? Pergola. Pergola. Mm-hmm. I thought they were called something else. Pergola. Isn't the pergola where it has I didn't know like people slats? Had... It, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know people had strong opinions about I... awnings. I, this, this is amazing, is, right? This is eye-opening. <laughs> yeah. Danae is saying this, not Jeremy continuing. This commercial... The, the the hatred just coming through on the awning was delightful. Yeah. So reading his review is uh, an extra level of juiciness. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, a pergola. And at that point, you might as well put a chain link fence over your head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's Yeah. Pergolas are the worst. I don't get those. Uh, uh, why not just suck it up? Admit you bought a property with minimal shading out back and get on with your life. Or just buy a regular awning. <laughs> Who is out back in the shade of an awning thinking... I need direct sunlight right now that can also not just walk three feet from the shade to the sun. (laughs) I'd also like to point out how many direct insults I wrote about this company. This sins video is littered with insults. I insulted the actors, the hilarious $200 off coupon if you call right now in a commercial that's been airing for four years. I went ham, as the kids say, for good reason retractable awnings are you fucking kidding me what's the next retractable thing a roof not everything needs to be retractable <laughs> nice <laughs> uh any uh any sins or anything that he uh he mentioned in there he just he just wanted to, to Those are the, i totally yeah get i think it. he just totally continued understand. to need to vent about it i mean yeah this one is one of this is one of the delightful i like all the commercial sins but this one I was really, really enjoying this one a ton. And I think it's because, again, you can kind of hear his actual frustration. Mm-hmm. It's it's not forced frustration. This is legitimate yeah. frustration. It's just interesting when somebody is so angered or has such a strong opinion about something that you, like I have never once in my life 
thought about an awning. Like I've never had a thought cross my head about an awning. You haven't me either. I don't know. It's just it's you haven't had that awning dawning. Uh, yeah. No, and and my wife and I are actually deciding finally that we probably are going to do something with our back area. I don't know that we're getting. Hey, listen, an awning. you don't need to talk about that on the podcast. That's between you and your your wife. Back porch. Oh, oh, I co- I got confused. Apologies. Good God. I will say though the the sunlight thing. I mean, you could just walk a few feet, so that doesn't really make sense. But I do like. I mean, like my, my daughter like lays out sometimes. Like I mean, there are. I think there are times where people want sun on them. I I don't know that that's that odd. But I guess you could just venture outside of the yeah. awning if you needed to do yeah. that. I don't know. Uh, Danae, you want to continue on with the the stuff you loved about the video and uh, and that? Um, I love starting off with painting the sun as a villain. Just the mm-hmm. idea that we need to have sun and calling the sun a life-giving motherfucker was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the There was a, we, um, so, you know, in this commercial, there's two, uh, like the, the token couple that's telling us what we need to buy. And they're like, we love our attractable awning and you will too. And the sin was just paid lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was uh, really, yeah. really fun. Um, but the other ones that uh, were mentioned uh, were kind of alluded to by Jeremy. So yeah, yeah. What about you, Jonathan? Um. Well, yeah. He did mention the one because I did like the why would I pay money to only roast a little bit slower? Mm. But he kind of that was <laughs> so what he was talking about. I also, but you can even add lights for nighttime enjoyment was on the ad, and then the sin was or just set up a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's an option. I found myself. Uh, I I also have not really had strong opinions on awnings uh, since I haven't gotten my thoughts on actual awnings out there yet. Um, I did find myself, however, watching this commercial sins and agreeing with everything that was said. Yeah, right. And just being like, in, in both in two areas: area number one, the awning in general; area number two, all the stupid advertising tricks that these kind of commercials do. And that yeah. was my favorite part, where the sins yeah. that were like. You know, mm-hmm. um, a certificate. About, Why do you yeah. need a certificate? Like, you know, all that stuff that these stupid commercials do because they know it moves some sort of lizard brain needle, you know, that, that people have built into them. And it's just, There's it's the, really frustrating. The lizard. So, so to ask people to, if you're not convinced you want this and you want a coupon mm-hmm. to get money off of this right. money, call us and we'll send you the certificate. Well, that also means that they now have your home address. Right. And that's it's not just litter, li- lizard brain in that case. They're actually trying to figure out how to send you more stuff to sell to you. Yeah. And so no, we I'm don't... saying we have the lizard yes. brain, not no, them. No, no, no. I'm I saying know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the appeal is buy it now. It you would think that that would be number one, but they're like, but oh, mm. if you don't want to, give us your home address, and then we'll. Oh, suddenly you're on 17 mailing lists, and you didn't even know why. So. In the... Well, even if you do buy it, even if you do buy it, they're not nope. going to leave you alone. Yeah. You're just going to yeah. get, no. yeah, no. Yeah, uh, God forbid I searched for solar energy one time and now I get <laughs> phone calls. Like, uh. <laughs> it's like crazy. Uh, oh, insurance is the worst. Yeah. Like if you ever try to find, uh, you know, private health insurance or whatever. Oh, uh, okay, no, okay. So the other day I was doing a quick, uh, I was trying to call the people that help us with our trees because I had a question about something for mm-hmm. uh, trees. And... I looked up their phone number on Google and then I did the dumb thing where I clicked the first number, which was an advertised company, which was a completely different company. So, and I immediately hung up, you know, and I got the call back within 10 seconds and it was them saying, Hey, we missed your call. And I was like, God, do you remember when we used to have a little window (laughs) of time 
to hang up and they uh-huh. didn't even know you called. But right. now it's so instant yeah. that you don't even have a second. They I ate. remember the time where you could call and they would have no clue what number you were calling from. Or that you called they... at all. It would just ring and <laughs> yeah. ring and ring and yeah. ring and ring. You hang up and you'd be like, hey, I called you now. yesterday. would be like, really? I didn't. I must have been outside. <laughs> amazing now we can't um ask people if their refrigerator is running yeah, anymore we just you know it's unfortunate. unfortunate uh the only other one i wanted to mention is uh and, and this deals with what i was talking about but you know what else starts under 800 dollars? a tree an air conditioner <laughs> an actual awning that doesn't feel the need to retract a dozen patio umbrellas and then just being cut yep. off like you know by the choices so beautiful all right let's move into tv sins uh, a couple brand new rick and morty's this week episodes three and four of the new season season five um, so we started with a Rick convenient Mort. Uh, Can we was... just start off by saying this is when the season begins to take a very sexual turn? <laughs> well, this was a uh, Danae and Ian script, uh, I believe. And so yeah. Danae and Ian writing on this one. Yes. Um, I think I remember writing to him being like, well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> this is going to be fun bonding experience for us. Let's write on this one because I'm watching it going. This is what I'm sinning. Oh, 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 oh. This is the Planetina one, right? This is no, the one where, no, where more, Rick Convenient Mort, isn't that the right yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so Morty's dealing with Planetina and falling mm-hmm. in love. And then Rick and Summer are going on an orgy hunt. They sure Across are. like Together. planet, doomed yes. planets. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, totally. the, that's the general consensus um, of this one. So did Ian have anything to say about this one? <laughs> yes, and he warned me because he said... Good luck. So I think he listened to last week's episode and just amped up the shenanigans a little bit. Oh, so nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to this experience <laughs> um, because I have not read them. I should probably you go read into them. all of these blind. Um, I, that is a personal choice, and <laughs> the, the fan the fans love you for it. So uh, okay, continue. so. Uh, Ian says, general thoughts, the creator of Rick and Morty, Mike, is oh, now he's just flexing, looking up. The, the creator, <laughs> uh, Mike McMahon, has a special place in the nerd's heart as he has also branched into the Star Trek universe with the animated show Lower Decks, which is a freaking hilarious and much watched show. Oh, and coming was, back soon. Mm-hmm. Coming yeah, back soon. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually think I saw a tweet about that recently. I think Ian's friend Sean tweeted that they're doing like a watch along uh, kind of thing oh, nice. so if anyone wants to do that anyways um and with this episode he has tackled one uh of my other childhood favorite franchises captain planet danae if you do not shout captain planet please go back and try again hey you did you kind of did i did yeah you did I, fine yeah, yeah, yeah i was wondering who the captain planet fan was <laughs> if, there, or if that was just a joke i was curious i actually liked captain planet as well though so that worked out well well, it's 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 a little past my time. Like I Agreed. was I was a little too Me old too. for it by the time yep. it came around. Uh, he continues. I forking loved Captain Planet, not because of the environmental stuff. Screw that, but because the dude was a. <laughs> the dude was a what? The dude dot wa- dot dot. It was a dot oh, okay. dot dot situation. Got it, got it. Okay. Uh, he says, "I'll give you a second to prepare. You got this today. I believe in you. Okay, go. Okay. The dude was a." Wind-whipping, fire-breathing, water-wishing, soul-soaring, quippy Superman with a mullet. Okay, the environmental stuff was pretty cool, too. And it had LeVar Burton in it and Whoopi Goldberg. Unfortunately, instead of leaning into that awesomeness, the episode decides to focus on a 14-year-old sexual awakening and mass murder. There you go. You guys have discussed this before, but the emotional moments don't land for me. There was a lot of um, push... Wait pushback in the youtube comments because we didn't remove a sin from morty's breakdown in front of bath at the climax tee climax of the episode yes 
It was great voice acting, but the show didn't earn the moment. I never believed this was anything more than a weird infatuation that in most countries would have landed Planetina in jail and on some sort of sex offenders register. And I haven't even mentioned the B story of Rick and Summer's otherworldly orgy party, which includes pedotomy, <laughs> L boobies and more animated tonguing than I have ever needed in my life. T climax by her powers combined. I am Captain Planet. No reason for that last sentence. I just wanted to hear Danae say it. Oh, you're such an asshole, Ian. <laughs> Favorite sins. I loved analyzing Jerry's breakfast. If you go to the effort of animating a very specific breakfast, like a soft boiled egg and toast, why not do it properly? And this why? is a running gag on Rick and Morty, by the way. We have the sins egg. about their breakfast almost every time. Yeah, so, but yeah. it was interesting to see mm-hmm, a different version mm-hmm. of that. Like, because I've never mm-hmm. seen uh, Jerry have the um, soft boiled egg. egg. Yeah. yeah. Um, he continues with, What use is the toast if it isn't cut into dippable strips? Which, by the way, I've never heard of before. Have you guys ever heard of that? Me sure. Yeah. He called nope. them little soldiers. Nope. I didn't, I was like, Is this a sexual joke also? It is. Soft boiled egg is a very English breakfast kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's not, so we don't I've usually learned. do that around here, but no. yeah. But, but he yeah, was very, have some, we do he was talking boiled. about like you cut them you in strips and then you yeah. dip them in yes. like little, like, which I've, I don't know. I did. No, I, I get eggs over easy a lot of the time when I mm-hmm. go out and I will dip Correct. my toast in that, but I don't cut it into strips. So, but it's the same principle. Yeah, you don't need I to cut assume. it into strips if you're like sopping it up off your plate. It's when it's in the egg yeah, shell it itself, you, like, you have to get it. it in there. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I've just never had a soft boiled I, I egg. I haven't either, like number that. one. And number two, I didn't know that you cut things into strips, but he was very confident. So I was like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he continues by saying, and then as if that hasn't already taken the biscuit, the damn egg wasn't even cooked. As the narrator rightfully says, why is breakfast? I have to mention my twist on the Skipson with a special shout out to the editing team who freaking nailed it. With minimal instruction, they managed to match the rest of the text message on screen. And it was one of those sins that made me absolutely giddy. Being able to see a quirky idea for a sin materialize on screen so perfectly was an awesome moment. And also Danae's observation that one of the dudes had tattooed the recycling symbol the wrong way around, despite wearing a t-shirt, which had it correct way around, was pure genius, amazing observation. (laughs) Thanks, Ian. And one of those things that makes you think, shit, why didn't I catch that? I quit. Fuck this job. No, wait, please don't fire me. I love it here. Also, also, what kind of uh, fucked up carrots are you guys in the comments eating that? Oh, eating that have a layer of skin muscle and bony center. Yeah, Ian has uh, touched on uh, both of my possible, uh, you know, comment sections. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's, that's talk definitely much, good Ian. stuff. No, 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 it's great. It's I great. want eggs and toast now. Yeah. I do too, and actually. Carrots. I want eggs and no, toast. No, 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 no carrots. I don't want carrots. No carrots. Uh, Danae, what about you as the other writer? What are some of your uh, thoughts about this episode and the sins that uh, were in the, the video? Uh, yeah, I think Ian kind of covered it. It was definitely uh, it was definitely one where when I watched the first my first pass and I was just in the Rick and Morty shock of it all, <laughs> I was wondering what my approach was going to be. But then, you know, I kind of got into my sin brain and I I went at a couple of things. Um, interestingly, I've got some stuff to talk about for keeping tabs, but uh, I loved the what in the the lead into the breakfast sins. The sweet baby me seeks was really clever, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other sin that I really loved was so obviously I think we should be sinning, you know, uh, Rick and um, Summer going on their sexcapades together, which is really odd. Uh, but then how do you go about it? And so. I wrote a sin that was like bonding with your grandparent over, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. And the original sin was eating ass because that's what they were doing in that scene. They were mm-hmm. emulating what it was to be 
eating ass. So <laughs> Aaron, who <laughs> Aaron was the uh, the shadow, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I'm going to say this either. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember whose idea it was, but we thought, well, what if we just create a whole series of words and we ask asterisk them out and, I'm sure out, it was your idea, and then yeah. it's just up to the viewer to guess what we're indicating yeah that's funny yeah, yeah. so and we, we've done stuff like yeah. that before like with especially barrett does that a lot in music videos yeah, yeah. people's imagination funny. is funnier so than funny. anything yeah. we would say anyway yeah so my question to you aaron is what did you say in the actual narration do you remember oh, great question great question i should go back and listen to it i don't remember i can because it's gotta you, be so funny i can tell you <laughs> that what i do uh, this is nice behind the scenes because I've done this again recently for one that's coming up. Um, I pick a random word and I use it for every bleep. Um, so like on on oh, the most recent one that I remember because I just did it, I just used the word um, salmon, uh, you know, or, or I think, yeah, it was salmon. For so, shit? Yeah. No, no, no. Just for all the bleeps. So it was like, oh. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Salmoning salmon in somebody's salmon in the salmoning. Or, you oh, know, like just, okay, and okay, I just okay, okay, use okay. the same word the, the entire time. Okay, um, okay. I, yeah. I'm wondering what you said. I was really curious. I probably should have listened to it just to I, kind of I figure it out. I should just start doing the uh, Wes Anderson uh, cuss thing where the, cuss. how all the characters just say cuss. Wordy dirt. And cursing. I should just be, yeah, cussing the cuss and the, the cussing cuss. So I really loved that one because just hearing it in the bleeps was genuinely funny to me it was yeah i uh, thought it worked really well i laughed in the edit i laughed when i reviewed it it was a really fun one um nice. and then ian mentioned it but i'll mention it again i loved seeing the skip on screen just i thought that that looked really really fun and uh it was a really clever play on the skip one so even though yeah. he mentioned it i will mention it as well uh yeah i i am becoming increasingly aware of the fact and there have been recent episodes that i think confirm summer is also still in high school like they go to the same school so okay. like uh, it's you know, hard to tell like she is she an 18 year old uh, senior in one of the most re yeah well in one of the most recent episodes they're talking about the new guy at school they're trying, they're trying to, to impress, impress the new guy student. at school that's so right. that's right like they're both in high school and uh she could be 18, she could be. but she's but in high school. But this is us, though, attempting to justify what they're doing with these characters. And, and what I'm just... saying is I'm not trying to say I'm not trying episode. to say teenagers don't I'm think good. about sex. I'm not trying to say teenagers don't have sex. What I'm trying to say is the show is so casual about these teenagers having sex with adults. Like that. that is the only like that's all I'm saying is the show is so casual about that. I'm just becoming more and more aware of just like. Like and and uh, granted, I think one character calls it out one time, um, you know, in these episodes. But um, I think actually this episode, uh, Morty's mom says something to Planet Planetina. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we say, I think we and we wrote a sin. Mm -hmm. Finally, somebody says it, you know, kind of thing. I'm just becoming more aware of. I get it, it's a cartoon. It's all made up. It's it's not real. But there's it's for adults. <laughs> it's for adults. Like I I totally get all that. It's mm -hmm. just it's I don't know. I'm becoming a a, a more you know more aware of that uh anyhow i i enjoyed the uh sin lord's death giveth the equally doth take away there's absolutely no need to censor the word patty here pretending that the that. censored word is patty i love in the comments that people are like do they really think that the word is <laughs> uh-huh yes we do yeah we do we absolutely do uh i loved uh sinning uh calling a woman honey and then uh actually calling anyone honey you don't even know me Kristen from denny's i will say the narrator added the Kristen from denny's part i love that it, and it comes great. from a very 
very that, real place. That is a <laughs> that is a southern. So that's a very it southern is. thing. I get called. I get called. I get called, I get called. Well, I get called. Ba- I almost. I. I wonder if I get called baby and honey more than most women. I don't know. It's just like every drive-through. I one get of our called favorite baby places honey, to eat. If it's a woman, one of our favorite places to eat. Uh, we've had the same um, server a few times, and they have. Mm-hmm. They very much. It's honey, 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 like everything. And then my optometrist is dear. She she calls me dear the the whole time she's checking my eyes. Do I and have antlers? Do you <laughs> see me? Do you have servers? Do you have servers like grab your shoulder? That, that always irritates no. me too. I've had that happen you. a few times. I haven't experienced. I haven't experienced no. that. But no, I, I will say, uh, okay. my wife just started a new job, and one of the things they said <laughs> was, "Do not call people honey. So do not me. call people dear." Like they are teaching. The people at mm-hmm. her yeah, it's not it's not to do that. So um, it, it doesn't so come off well. Slab Bulkhead just said no, Jonathan. They are asking if you want honey. That is fair. They <laughs> no, might they be. Are not. I don't know. And a bit. No, yeah, but it's like here you go, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like can I have an extra? Yeah. Can I have a straw? Here you go, honey. Uh, and then the uh, the other one I wanted to mention was the potatomy one. Um, the uh, the paternal sodomy potatomy. That was my favorite. Uh, I had that uh, down. And then places you just won't dip your portmanteaus into. Um, so yeah. Brilliant well. stuff. I assumed you had written this one when I saw that. Well, I didn't know I who had written I it when I watched it. I think I did actually write that sentence. Uh, I I don't. One of my favorite I think you things. Tweaked is, it maybe. Yeah, and I the portman dip your portmanteaus into was, I think was you, definitely mine. You added but some flair to that one. I think I, it's one of my favorite. One of my favorite things is tagging stuff. Like I just you know, there's just something fun about you know um, the collaborative nature of that, or when somebody tags my stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. it makes it better. Like it's. It's really fun. So, yeah. Uh, Jonathan, some of your thoughts on this one? You guys have taken, I think, all of them. Oh, no. I did everything have, from um, you. I don't, I don't know why. There's the one where it was like, meet me at the car, and it was just simply calling a ship a car. <laughs> I just thought that was, I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, not ordering pizza is always a sin. I, I oh, felt yeah. that. Deep. So. Yes, I agree. That's another reason I thought Aaron had written this one. <laughs> it's, it's valid. <laughs> it's a valid reason to think so. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one, which was uh, also Danae, but this time Jonathan. Jonathan and Danae on Rick Dependence Spray, I believe. A little less, a little less. I mean, it was sexual, I mean, but it was not. I mean, it's all about living not. sperm. I don't know. <laughs> like, is it less sexual? It's not granddad and granddaughter going no, to get orgies, No, it's granddad orgies, and grandson uh, in this case. Well, uh, yeah, the granddad had nothing to do with true. it. The that's true. He, he did avert his eyes. He tried to. Uh, avert, avert the case. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, Rick Dependence uh, Spray, yes, is the one where Morty decides to try out uh, the Bojacker uh, at his uh, at his mom's uh, piece of place of work, and his semen end up creating a giant sperm that wants to take baby. Uh, yeah. over yeah. the world. And this is one of those experiences where I feel like I might just have a really bad opinions about things because I watched this the first time before sending it even, um, laughed a ton, like really had a good time with it. I pull up IMDb because I always have that tab up in case I need to, you know, look at, tr- you know, look at something on there when I'm writing my sense script. And it's like the lowest rated Rick and Morty episode ever. There's all these comments about how even Chris, Chris even said he thought it might be the worst episode ever. And I'm so confused <laughs> because there are so many moments in this that are hilarious to me yeah. but Aaron's shaking his head like he hated it too so well, i'll talk um, more about my, my opinions when it's my turn but no i didn't hate it i didn't hate it 
Okay, because I thought there were just like the the line we uh, the I'm getting out of your eyes line of eye, line mm-hmm. of sight, which we took a yeah. cent off. Oh my god, I could I I had to take a cent <laughs> off for that. Uh, the the whole thing about like I'm trying not to run over our neighbors. Oh, that felt like Gene. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just comedy. <laughs> people, what is? Do you think it's tainted because you had a you had a, you had a sperm queen? That is amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I the va- the I will say. Oh, you had the return of the president, which I really I love mm-hmm. Keith David. Yeah. So anytime they're going to bring him back, I'm really happy. Um, the Vegas stuff was a little broad. Like just the the jokes about Vegas seemed a little. lazy Mm -hmm. uh but other than that i i thought this was pretty clever and uh really funny and i guess i'm in the minority which is fine i just i don't know it just on a show like this it struck me as odd that people had such strong opinions against it what uh what were some of your favorite stuff from the the episode the video i mean what were some Hmm? of your favorite sins from the video you're talking to me again i'm so sorry i thought you went to danae uh what are some sins from the video i forgot we were doing it this way now i apologize i uh Uh, well, you mentioned calling the uh, the horse breeding machine a bojacker. I really thought that was that was something I'd written that sin, and I think Aaron added was, that. If I remember correctly, this is correctly. one of those cases where I came to the combine as a shadow, and I was like, "Look, guys, this is amazing, but we have to call it a bojacker at some point." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Well, and then and then in another sin, we called it a horse juicer. I think right. I just called it like a. I think I either just called. I think I just called it the horse breeding mm-hmm. machine. I might have at one mm-hmm. time. I think I feel like I called it like the horse fucking machine yeah. or something, but I, I think I just put it pretty simply. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Aaron's like, we're calling this a bird like, Of course we are. I don't really care what. Of course we are. Um, and then um, I also, another thing I kind of enjoyed about it, because I don't think we see this on the show that much. I don't know that I enjoyed it, but I just thought it was interesting. We don't really see a lot of Beth and Summer stuff. Like, that's not really, like, oddly enough, that's not a pairing mm-hmm. we see yeah. that often as far as, like, mother-daughter type stuff. So I found that interesting because there's a couple of scenes in here. There's the one where, you know, she, the guy, uh, she comes up with the idea for the egg and the guy, they give the guy credit, you know, and then Beth is like, you've become a woman today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would hurt. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we did the we did the sigh and we did that spare. Mm-hmm. And then there's the the whole thing about where she's like telling her mom that she'll always use a condom even during butt stuff. And then the sin we wrote was waiting this long to talk to your kid about butt stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which which made me laugh because then all of a sudden all I can think of is like, oh, my wife's going to have to have that talk with my daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be weird. Yep. Uh, and then I wanted to talk about the Kathy Ireland sin because I wrote a sin that Aaron rightfully, Aaron and Danae both rightfully said could be construed as a little mean spirited, which I didn't sure. mean it that way. Uh, I was just being silly, but I was glad they said something because then we just we did basically a 180 mm-hmm. with it and actually said, you know, we were actually being very nice about her. And that was a, that was a much better sense. So that's that's part of the collaboration effort. I really mm-hmm. like because it is it is easy to be mean yeah, accidentally. Yeah. Uh, even if you're not intending to, because there's such a fine line with what we do. And we really try hard not to just be like criticizing like a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sin kind of did so. Yeah. Uh, but I love that we turned it around and I actually looked up some stuff on her. Like she's pretty like she's actually done quite a bit uh, in her life, which I did not realize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sports Illustrated's Kathy Ireland has done uh, some great work. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. She's uh, she's made herself a nice I'm really life. glad that we all collaborate. I know we say this a lot, but the multiple perspectives on sins is really helpful because there's sometimes I think there's been several that I'll write and be like, I just don't see how it's not coming across that way. And then you'll rewrite it with me. Oh, yep. Yep. 
Yeah. That's much better. Um, it, well, it and takes sometimes that. we help some- each other see how it's not going to make sense until we put like certain words in there or clarify what a pronoun is mm-hmm. like we end up accidentally playing the pronoun game in our script sometimes we do and and we yeah. have to like correct each other that, on that i did that uh yesterday i just like replaced mm-hmm. the word it's with the dress so that mm-hmm. it would just be a little bit quicker to absorb because we yeah we do have to think about that these sins are clipping by pretty quickly and so and we can't uh remember or we can't not the words not remember we can't expect that the people have just watched it. Um, Ian did that for my script recently too, where he said something like, hey, let's reference specifically, I think it was actually in the Planetina episode where we send the decoy episode again, but I said previous episode and he said, let's change it to decoy because we can't expect that someone's going to remember mm-hmm. what the previous one was out of yeah. context. And that's very true. So it takes all of us kind of putting our brains together from different angles. Uh, one thing I was curious about, Jonathan, we don't have to go into this like long topic wise, but I wonder if this episode is seen kind of more in a negative light because of what's going on. So the jokes almost don't land. This happened last episode for me and this one, the jokes almost don't land for me because I'm so shocked at what I'm watching in a way, you know, maybe a kid, um, you know, jacking off in a horse fucking machine is normal. And that's like, okay, yeah, boys, want to experience this and they're going to find ways to do that. That's one thing. But yeah, then no, it, that, that's, I don't think and that's normal. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like more it turning into this like incest baby. And then it just jades the rest of it jades the episode. I wonder if people don't, can't like it because yeah, of no, where no, it lands in a way. It, I don't know. It's super messed up. I just, I don't know that I feel like, I just feel like a lot of these episodes are messed up though. I was just talking more specifically, just I laughed at the yeah. jokes. Um, yeah. I don't even really know that. I I mean, I guess there are episodes where I'm more invested in the story. I definitely wasn't that invested in the fact that they were, you know, created an incest baby I, and all I do that think stuff. But, l- um, the, the thing that I'm watching kind of progress, at least for me, is uh, Morty kind of standing up more adult-like to Rick. Uh, with Planetina last mm-hmm. episode where he, you know, he, at the very beginning he says, yeah, I'll see if my grandpa will let me go. And he just chucks his shirt. He's like, he's fine with it and turns and leaves. Like he's kind of defining his own reality and he's standing up to his mother and he's sort of like, this is what I want. I don't mind seeing those kinds of things. It's in the context that it's hard to take that stuff out when there's so many other fucked up things happening. They're like, are we are we excusing this away? I suppose we are. It's just part of the show. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point, though. I think that's a thread going on this season, though, because even in the first episode, Morty stands up to Rick mm-hmm. and even goes off on him a little bit and says, "You always take me on these adventures. Like you take me out of school. Yeah. Like I'm 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 really stupid because yeah. of you. Basically, you know, he's, he all of them are. I think maybe even Summer to a yeah. certain degree, they're just kind of defining their own stories a little bit more outside of it being Rick's story. It's kind of more of the families now. Before you get into your uh, favorite sins, I will say um, there is a theory that we are watching this season a different Rick and Morty, and that this is the gen- like the backstory for Evil Morty. Oh, um, whatever. So I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> I mean, put it past him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, that's true. But <laughs> I mean, I just, we could be watching. Ian and I were just chatting about this. We could be watching a completely different rick and morty all together this could be well, that's what i'm saying a that's totally what I, that's different what family is. from a like different they could universe be the, that's what i'm watched, saying yeah duplicates or whatever yeah, that's what i'm saying the theory is this is a completely different rick and morty and it's the evil morty we've seen in other episodes 
that it's like the background story for an evil Morty that we've already but been. Did yeah, he, wear he a had like a well, something. Has, that's when next, you know, in maybe an upcoming episode, maybe something happens to his eye. Like I can see them doing something like that. Actually, I would applaud it. That's really I fun. I would too. Um, but uh, and then it kind of yeah. what justifies how fucked up all the shit is that we're watching. Anyway, right? Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, the sins that whoop. real quick. Somebody, sorry, somebody asked real quick what the Kathy Ireland sin was. It was I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of taking advice from Cat swimsuit Schwarzbillerated swimsuit model Kathy Ireland or something like yeah. that. Sorry, you're fine. Um, uh, the sins that I was going to mention was the rolling the horse barrel of semen up the 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 driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe the things we say, but yes. <laughs> And it's really um, more a barrel of horse semen than a horse barrel of semen. Thank you. But yes. Thank you. A horse, <laughs> horse-sized barrel of horse semen could also potentially work. Like, why wouldn't you just back up the the car? Agree. Totally. Anyway, agree. Um, the orgasm goblin. So this one is like the the president's trying to come up with a term to call these crazy sperm, and he says orgasm goblins. And I just liked the uh, pointing out that like. Who's going to tell the writers that just because a guy ejaculates doesn't mean that she has an orgasm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that was the fun, clever thing. Um, but my favorite, mm-hmm. my favorite one was asking Jonathan to expand his title of sex tape sin. Oh my goodness! It was such a yeah. That he worked wrote out well. this really great sin, and it was about like it's the title of my sex tape and I, and, but he referenced like, and it's happened a lot throughout this episode. And so my question back was, well, like how much did it happen? And he comes back with this wall of text. Uh, and then when I watched it on our edit, I was laughing so hard yeah. and it just turned out so good. And it's my favorite sin on this entire one because it's just hit after hit after hit. Thank you. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things that you've ever put together. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I know. Danae's like, why don't you do some more work? I was like, oh. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, worth it. It was, was totally like that one it. time when Barrett asked me to like, hey, could you expand on this some more? And I came back with all the, the what was the, <laughs> the P words that I did for Loki? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you're asked like, hey, can you dig in? You're like, no, I can't. And then you're like, okay, no, I can't. And it was a lot better. You're right. <laughs> but it was really fun. That was a really good thing. <laughs> Um, I do not hate this episode. Uh, it's not necessarily my favorite. I don't understand necessarily no. why there's backlash against it. The only thing I can think is that maybe some people are just tiring of the formula because, I mean, they definitely have a formula with these kind of episodes. And the, the Chud stuff was like a real stretch. Like it was just like they're making their episodes more and more like TV shows on interdimensional cable. Like yeah. one of the things about interdimensional yeah. cable is really fun because it's just these random things, but they get to like completely tear the walls down and just be completely random with that stuff. Well, they're kind of now doing that in the episodes themselves. And I think it's just, you know, they're giving themselves permission to, you know, just be as random as they want. And I don't know, maybe that's maybe that formula is kind of getting exhausting for some people. I don't know. I thought it was just as funny and enjoyable as the other ones um yeah for me but um the only sin that was mentioned that that uh that i had that neither of you mentioned um was the sexy sperm queen foreshadowing and then the <laughs> portmanteaus that were attempted there i wanted to draw your attention to how danae explained uh to say 
the second one, which is the the S Q U E E N dash S X Y dash Ding. Um, and I just put in one of my notes during the process, hey, can I get a little help knowing how you want this pronounced? Danae wrote back, sexy without the E, just like uh, the sexy. other sounds. Um, <laughs> it's the sound so, sexy. Sexy. That's it. It's just and, like that. And so I was like, okay. And then I just did whatever I did. And I have no idea if it was anything close to what you it were It wasn't, were but I wasn't about for. to say anything about it. <laughs> like, when it I ask for pronunciation, what Sorry, I would like is Aaron, phonetic pronunciation. I don't just do like phonetic, pr- phonetic pronunciation. Um, I should have sent you audio. But yeah, it was just a like that. Yeah. How, yeah. how are you supposed to say phonetics sexy? either? Because sometimes... Sometimes Jeremy or Aaron, or I guess it's mostly Jeremy. Sometimes I, I know Jeremy did this recently, where he's like, "I think I'm supposed to enunciate this part because I had I had enunciated a different mm-hmm. part for him," and he, I was like, sure. I, "It's so hard because I, I, I don't know." I, I yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I just think of all the ways I could say it wrong, and if there's a way I could say whatever is spelled wrong, then I need to like do it better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. If there's any way to interpret it, two different, you know, could be two different sounds. People be so. like, "Danae, you should narrate." I'm like, "Nope, I'm good." <laughs> Super good. Just pop in every once in a while. I had to record. I had to record an intro on one of our uh, interviews the other day, and I was. It took me like an hour. No, it didn't take me an hour, but it was just ridiculous. Like all I had to say was, "Hey, there's spoilers," and it just took me forever. Because and like, you didn't even have to say screens. Over explain. I just over-explained now. All right, let's move into music video sins. Masked wolf astronaut in the ocean. Um, what is Did Bear this? have anything to say about this? He sure did, Aaron, and I'm so prepared for that. You don't even know. I think uh, I do know, actually. I, I think I know exactly how prepared you are for that. I, I, I'm so prepared. Just not, definitely not copying and pasting it over here real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Astronaut in the Ocean is a song I liked as soon as I heard it. I just wanted to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Song. <laughs> I like Barrett's comments. Barrett would listen back and be like, Danae, what the hell? <laughs> um, it's a song I liked as soon as I heard it. But then I heard it again and again and again. And now I do not like it. The video has an absurd 200 million plus views on the internet website called YouTube. The special effects. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it, it really so is. I almost lost it and then when you started laughing I couldn't recover okay <clears throat> the special effects look like they were created by a drunk Hungarian monk using MS paint on a computer that used Windows 95 Mask Wolf is a featureless forgettable rapper I think it's cool that this song is about mental health also he doesn't believe in thoughts I was kind of entertained by oh that's Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> oh okay oh. uh uh let's see jonathan let's go to you first some of your thoughts on the song and your favorite Um, scenes i don't i I, this this is one of those songs where i just feel like an old dude because i'm just i got nothing like i don't i don't know what this is i i i just i don't Mm -hmm. get it yeah (laughs) same (laughs) i don't know i don't know what else you don't have to say anything else that says it all (laughs) i'm glad people enjoy it uh, I will defer to you, uh, but um, but yeah, no. Um, I had a couple of sins. Um, I just enjoyed that this video has so many cuts. It makes Taken Three look like it was directed by Alfonso. I'm not opposed to Alfonso Cuarón's Taken Three. I just want that on the record. Uh, I oh would my love- God, I, that's what I'm saying. I immediately wanted right. to see that. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, and then I just enjoyed the simplicity of this font. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, I've got this reputation of digging deeper into song lyrics and all that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. I'm no, it's it's legit. I totally understand. Like I'm still thinking about the YouTube comment. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, there are just so many pop songs that just are so fluff and icing and just don't really take an opportunity to mean much at all. This is one of those. I mean, you you look at the lyrics in this song, and it's like I, I let me just read you this 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 I will say now now Barrett did make some comments about it, the sins about it being about mental health. But I didn't hear that, so I was I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. That that wasn't in the video itself, was it? That it was about. Oh yeah, I yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah, it was. yeah, 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 it was. So I, I just I just want to read you this consecutive um, you know list of rhymes. Want a piece <laughs> of this? A piece of mine? A piece? A sign? Can you please read between the lines? My rhymes inclined to break your spine. They say that I'm fine. You could never match my grind. Please do not not waste my time. And I just like there's rhyming sign with lines, grind, and time with an N. And I just I just start to go like, oh, listen, I get it. You know, like it just has to have the, the I it's, sound, and and we feel it's rap. It's yeah, rap rhyme. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. But there's that that pedantic part of me that's like, can we just it's rhyme not actual words? A rhyme. <laughs> can we just can we just rhyme actual words? Uh, you guys uh, don't no. know this, but on Aaron's shelf in the background is the rhyme police button that he. It's true. Um, it's true. It's true. Yeah, and a certificate uh, as well. It's like the staples button. Yeah. What is that? What Make it like, easy. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? The easy yeah. button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're not rhyming correctly. Yes. The only thing I picked <laughs> up on in digging deeper on this is that the he is dealing with wanting to find uh, peace and be left alone. Like, you know, that's that's just kind of... And, yet, and, and well, always feeling like there's, you know, too much going on. Like, he, like the world doesn't make sense, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's all very, I mean, you know... You could you could put almost any metaphor on this and it would probably work. But the song itself is catchy. I liked it. Um, I liked uh, uh, insinuating somebody had a paintball habit. Um, that was probably my 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 favorite my favorite <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, good. Danae? Um, I wrote down one. Uh, there was a couple, but I always go with this one. The keyboard one. Uh, there's this keyboard that's on the oh, ship, yeah. and it's um like it's just a screen that has all of these empty buttons. And so I love that the way that this one is delivered as well. So it's kind of like one of those where if you haven't watched the video, I highly recommend it. Um, but it's a sinning that there's no demarcation on any of the keys. And the sin is really about how astronauts already have a really hard job and having to memorize <laughs> <laughs> what all of yeah. the buttons that aren't marked reference is just mm-hmm. too far. And I, I just thought that was a really... Uh, funny kind of twist on on that I one. I knew you'd love the buttons in. I, 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 when, I as soon as you I did. saw that one, I was like, "Oh Nene my wants god, to push I love those it. buttons." I do. I definitely do. All right, let's move into cinema sins. Uh, we will start with. Oh Horton. wait, I want to say something first. Okay, because sure. Every week for the past few weeks, I've wanted to say something right at the top of our cinema sins section. Okay. But we have not talked about outtakes moving on the show yet. Okay, let's and do I it. think I think everyone at this point knows it, right? But we haven't actually talked about the behind the scenes scenes part of the outtakes now being a completely separate video. And I think it would be kind of interesting, at least to just even if it's just briefly, kind of just chat about 
us sure, doing that. Sure. I don't know because we so have had we, outtakes on the ends for so long and now they're a totally different place. So, so we moved the outtakes uh, to a separate video. All right, on to Horton. Here's no, I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. No, you're right. That That is a big change. It feels that we like it. Even, that we haven't even addressed. Mm -mm. Um, it has to do with a uh, percentage of completion, like there's stats that, you know, um, yeah, yeah. and th there's a, a, a fairly low percentage of our audience who watches them. Yeah. It seems um, like, so we can see where people stop watching and it mm -hmm. just like, just plummets at the outtakes. And so we thought we would just, just scoot them over to their own video and we're going to make our own playlist so that you guys can have a playlist and find all of the outtakes. And they're a pinned comment. You can see them. Uh, if yes. you want to find them, you can just scroll down. It's like it's in the description. It's a pinned comment. So everyone can hopefully find them and watch them. But it is weird. It usually gets tweeted out too. Yeah. It's weird to not see, I don't know, to not see them at the end anymore. Because mm -hmm. you have to click to see. And we don't talk about them as much anymore because I forget often to just can go I make a and prediction? watch. Can I make yeah. a prediction? Well, I'm still not used to it. I get to the end of the video when I'm reviewing and then I'm like, wait, where are the outtakes? <laughs> like, oh yeah. I, I have a prediction, just knowing us as writers. <clears throat> if we think of super, super clever, like, oh, this is just like that movie, this would be hilarious kind of stuff, I bet we start working those into the Sins video. Like the really, really, the like the ones we love, like when we have yeah, one where it's like, that's true. so instead of like writing as an outtake, we figure out a way to write it as, because we do stuff like that. We'll, we'll cut to movie quotes or, you know, different things sometimes. So I just have a prediction that, that I, I could be way off, but that our brain will start transferring like our favorites of those into the videos themselves mm -hmm. in Maybe. some ways. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. No, yes, I think we, we have done it a why. little, like on a few things we do already. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, or or maybe the outtakes videos become even longer, you know, where we can have more we can have more content that we can put into those. So I'll never forget the first time I uh, I I forget there was a speech in an animated movie. I forget which one it was. And I this was back when I was doing some of the editing for the videos. And I spent a good hour editing together the hangover speech to perfectly like the speech on the rooftop about you know the the wolf pack or whatever to per yeah it was like a five it was minute like outtake. a five minute thing and i was so <laughs> proud of it and the and everybody was, was like awesome. that's not what these are <laughs> like yeah. these are not supposed to well, be everybody was like everybody everybody was like that is amazing you're gonna have to cut that to 10 seconds <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so and it wasn't five no, no, minutes no, no. but it was a couple it, minutes it was, I mean, it, was, it was a minute at least was, but um but yeah i mean uh, however yeah. long that speech is you know so because yeah. we do our show with a live audience there's a couple of things we can address real quickly uh one of the questions is or one of the comments is i'd love to see i'd love if the outtakes weren't an unlisted video so i don't have to search them out every time we're um, considering I all that yeah the plan is that we are going to start publishing them the one of the things we don't want to do is just overwhelm everyone's feed. And so you'll have like a Horton Here's a Who and a Horton Here's a Who. And they look really similar and stuff. So we're kind of considering how not to yeah. push ourselves in everybody's face all but the like time. But like Danae says, when the video gets released, though, there's a pinned tweet. For, I mean, mm -hmm. a pinned comment from CinemaSins yeah. that'll say, here's your outtakes. And then also, I believe Jeremy tweets them out and... Um, yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, like on Instagram and stuff. But but 
I do know that pin comment is there. It, it is there, but people are correct in that the way most people interact with YouTube is stuff shows up in their feed from the yes. stuff they're subscribed to. They don't search yes. it out. So um, I totally get that. I totally get that. I know. I, I know I'm old. And that's how I do it. Uh, one more, one more thing, just real sure. quick, was: um, uh, Are you looking to cause yourself more pain, Danae, by suggesting longer outtakes? I immediately regretted saying that as I said it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. If there's any editors, if any of our editors are listening, they're probably like really hating well, Danae right now. They're I, like, God, I think damn though it. that like right now we there's some people on the team who just are outtake able. They just, you know, for me, I have to, I oh, kind of yeah, struggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to go back through and really get into outtake brain. Sometimes they come super quick and those are great but mm -hmm. if i'm responsible for coming up with Same. like six of them it is a oftentimes it's a slog for me um mm -hmm. but if we as a team kind of jump on something and everyone comes up with a few to make a longer video so anyways it's just a different it's a uh, it's something we've been doing for a long time and now that we've separated it it's almost become a whole other project in a way and so we're just picking it up. We're looking at it. We're talking about it. And um, I just didn't want to avoid us mentioning it here on the show since that's sure. what the show is about. Sure. No, I appreciate it. No, that's good a good call. call. Uh, let's move into Cinema Sins. <laughs> we'll start with Horton Here's a Who. Uh, Jeremy and myself writing on this one. Um, Horton Here's a Who. What did Jeremy have to say? Jeremy had all kinds of things to say. I bet uh, he did. <laughs> he said, Horton Here's a Who is the best feature length film made from a Dr. Seuss book. It's better than Cat in the Hat. It's better than the live action Grinch. It's definitely better hard? than Happy Town Murders. And then in parentheses, he says. <laughs> <laughs> happy time, right? Did he put it says town? town? It's happy time, yeah, it's but it's, time. the joke is great either way. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, says that joke. last one is not a Seuss thing, but I wanted to see if I could trip anyone up. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Yep. I actually uh, actually personally enjoy this movie. This was the very first film I saw in digital projection at a theater, and I noticed that it wasn't film because there were no artifacts, scratches, or cigarette burns. <laughs> I was almost as enamored with the digital projection as I was the film. And look, the film is probably just okay, a hair above that maybe, but it, uh, but it has laughs specifically the scene where Horton is scrambling up the breaking wood bridge while. The mayor of Whoville is at the dentist getting a Novocaine shot. It kills me, especially the moment Horton kind of prances up the bridge as planks of wood falls with every step. The story is dumb as all kinds of hell, but it has a good message. And Seuss was weird, so we just accept massive plot holes. The absolute best sin written here and in months, if you ask me, is Dicer's Cloverfield movies sin which takes the literal field of clovers here and puns them all to high heaven. I wanted to quit after the script <laughs> because this was one where Dicer outwrote me left and right. And it was frustrating to cut so many of my own sins. Curse you, Dicer. Curse you. <laughs> um, Sorry. But not really. I did want to mention how subdued Jim Carrey is in this movie. I wrote a sin I didn't keep that said Jim Carrey of all people has just disappeared into a role. Because if you didn't know it was him going in, I bet you couldn't guess it was just uh, it was him just from the voice. Anyway, it's a fine slash okay film, colorful and fun, if vapid and full of filler. Uh way too kind. Uh, that's so Holy sweet of him shit, to say. You almost made Jeremy quit Boss his job. Man quit. Whole uh, buddy. Yeah, no I'm pressure. Sure. <laughs> is this um? Is this? I was trying to look it up real quick, but IMDb is such a pain to sort through now. Is this um? 
the people that do like Despicable Me and stuff. Is that who this, this is? This was Sony, I think. Um, so oh, is it Sony? I, I could be wrong about that. That's just by memory. So this isn't the same. So this isn't even because God, what is that company called? Who does Despicable Me? Who um, is that? That is. I'll look it up. I can see. I can see it in my mind. I can. I just can't. I just uh, wanted to let you know that I spelled I got, despicable horribly. However, spelled, spelled it despicably. I spelled it despicably. Oh, it's uh, well, illumination. It's illumination. Does despicable me. That's correct. Because they did Lorax. Lorax is pretty I think. good. I, I don't think Lorax is terrible. Yeah, I was gonna say that's kind of yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, will go next since I wrote on this. Yeah, I'm kind of with Jeremy. I think this movie is a lot of fun. Um, I, it, it doesn't make sense. It's Dr. Seuss. I get that. I think Jim Carrey and Steve Carell are great in it. Um, I, I think it's interesting and we sin it rightfully so that this movie takes the message of the movie and turns it into a thing about fathers and sons, which is, it, it's just so weird that there's such a powerful message here about the disenfranchised and this, you know, this movie is just not really interested in going there. It's more interested in, you know, uh, the the very pedantic preaching about um, not uh, about the idea of uh, authority. It goes to that place and then it goes to like, you know, the father son place and then impressing your dad and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it doesn't doesn't really hit the main message of the of the, the actual book. Um, so, yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was interesting to me. Um, but I like the movie. I have a lot of fun with this movie. Um, and I, I think it's uh, it's really fun. Uh, as far as sins go, uh, I had to mention, uh, don't ever put a Katie in charge. Not just this Katie, uh, any Katie. Uh, I Do you just, have a thing against Katie's? Absolutely not. I just wanted to see what the comments would do, and I was and not disappointed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, I, and then I'm, I, I'm doing this thing with some sins. I call them we're all aware sins, where it's like you start them by saying, okay, we all know. And then the thing you say we all know is something that's obviously not true. Um, and then sending something completely different. And it, in this case, it was, we all know elephant ears are made out of basically the same material as latex, uh, but elephants <laughs> don't need swim caps. So this is purely performative. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a fun thing uh, to do. Uh, and then I wanted to mention the, the movie making this weird thing about how they're worth more worth saving because they have kids and it's just, it's, it's just subtle and it's just right in there and it just annoyed me and so you know the idea of maybe the message is a person's a person no matter how reproductive um uh i wanted to mention that as well <clears throat> and then the running uh in this house gag about how tiny that house is and then how giant all the rooms are um i thought yeah, was funny as well those were good and i do think i do think but by the, the way back we we walk this balance i do think the movie is making that joke subtly like it's a very subtle thing but it's it's so subtle that i think we were we were fine in calling them out for it, you know, uh, kind of thing. So, yeah, that was some of the stuff I enjoyed uh, from this one. Um, Jonathan, why don't you go next? Um, I, because I have a kid that enjoyed this movie, I've seen this movie way yeah. too many times to say I like it anymore. <laughs> sure, I understand but, that. Um, it's, it was fine for a while. Uh, no, but it's fine. No, it's a perfectly, it's it's a perfectly fine movie. Somebody in the com, a couple people in the comments mentioned it's Blue Sky that did this, which is Fox, which sadly doesn't exist anymore because Disney was like, screw you. Um, but um, yeah, they did like the Peanuts movie and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. Leo. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's a perfectly fine movie. And I think Jeremy's right. As far as Dr. Seuss adaptations, it's definitely up there because most of them are pretty terrible. These, I never really thought about, I, I guess I have thought about this before, but it, 
Is are these supposed to be the same who's that are dealing with the Grinch? I think too? it was like, just I always yeah. I think it was just his go to like human, yeah. human. You know, like I think who's or humans. Like yeah, I think it's just his go to representation for to, us. They have to deal yeah. with a lot, man. They got elephants and Grinches yeah. and. But no, yeah, and the voice cast is good, and uh, it's a really nice looking movie. Um, so yeah, no, it's fun. It's fine. Uh, just you know, watch it once and then move, move on, on, and you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, as far as the sins, I I just loved the leaf bug surviving <laughs> this sin because it was like the leaf bug survives this and this right as it's like. But uh-huh. you don't see them survive uh, it until like a couple sins later. And you're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and. Uh, and then um, I loved the making fun of the Henry Kissinger reference where it was like a Henry Kissinger reference. Are you fucking joking? Even the parents who brought their kids to this movie are too young for a Henry goddamn Kissinger reference. And yes, that's true. <laughs> um, and then you mentioned some, I think, did you mention the creationism versus no, evolutionism? No. I feel like somebody already said that. Oh, okay. I loved that. It was the, the guy says something like these condos don't build themselves. Hey, look at that. They do build themselves. And then the sin was creationism versus evolutionism <laughs> debates which yeah. was perfect yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> but no it's a really funny video though i, I really Today, enjoyed it I, especially because it was only 15 <laughs> minutes That's i true. loved that um the rube goldberg's uh at the very beginning were a lot of fun just mm-hmm. the the sin sinning how impossible it would be for any of this like nature uh rube goldberg stuff to to yeah. actually work i love this entire video by the way this is one where when i was watching i was like oh shit I'm going to have a lot on this one because it was just <laughs> so fun. Jeremy's delivery was really fun and the sins were really clever. And a couple of times you have to stop and think about it and then chuckle, which is really good. Um, so anyway, there was this one about um, Googling the physics of the cartoon, mm-hmm. but then Google returning the search that says you're that Jeremy guy from CinemaSins, aren't mm-hmm. you? Was a really <laughs> delightful uh, twist of just making fun of ourselves. Mm hmm. Um, there's a moment when the elephant Horton sucks pond water out of the pond in order for the little speck of dust to like continue to go Mm -hmm. on floating. And the sin was, um, he sucks about a thousand gallons of water out, but that uh, the water doesn't ever come down ever. (laughs) Just like the concern (laughs) for that followed by also dysentery (laughs) was so good. Uh, there is another one, um, where he, the narrator reads some of the words that were on the page and it was just, you know, garbledy gook mm-hmm. verbiage. Yeah. But listening to Jeremy read Clerk Maxwellius switch off the machines ranging from Ognagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnagnag
That's fun. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. There's Horton. Here's a who. Let's move on to Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. The one from this year. The Mortal Kombat from this year. Uh, this was a Chris Barrett uh, script. So what did they have to say about Mortal Kombat? I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, Barrett says, I was kind of entertained by Mortal Kombat the first time I watched it just because I liked the game growing up and even kind of liked the 1995 version which I saw in the Harding Mall Theater with my cousin Lee, who wore a Spawn nice. t-shirt and at the time sported a very handsome mullet. I've been to that theater, Harding Mall 6. Upon further review, this version is enjoyable, but. That's a but with two T's, not like but dot dot dot. It was like, it's enjoyable ass, is what he was saying. I just mm-hmm. want to clarify that. Yeah. Josh Lawson is having much more fun than the rest of the cast, probably because he's Australian. <laughs> Joe Taslam is a great martial arts actor, but only has one fight that shows that off. And the rules of the tournament are very silly, which I'm sure will be detailed by Chris. There are lots of fucks and CGI blood for some reason. And that is what Mr. Barrett had to say. Uh, Chris said, Mortal Kombat is one of the longest Sins scripts we've ever written. Typically, we'd cut 30 or so to make something like uh, this a little bit more manageable for everybody, but we couldn't find many. Sometimes you cut 25 or 30 or so and you cut something that you really like, but it's not important to the overall script. I looked over our final script a couple times and I couldn't find anything really. Is it that bad? No, but welcome to why the sin counts don't really matter. The most disappointing Mm -hmm. thing about the movie is that it sets up a fighting tournament that never materializes. I understand the need to be different from the first movie, but the lack of structure and setting up the fights makes this movie go all over the place. Um, Sins sins thoughts. I thought Jack's off-screen journey to Raiden's temple was a weird thing. Some background. Apparently Raiden sent... Liu Kang to find Earth's fighters for the tournament, but was having a super hard time finding them. But just when Jax gets his arms torn off by Sub-Zero in an abandoned factory and left for dead there, apparently Liu Kang found him. Why couldn't they find him before then? Now, I wrote a long thing about Liu Kang dragging an armless Jax out of an abandoned factory, dragging him into an airport and flying him out to Raiden's temple without anyone noticing. But I suppose after Liu Kang found him, Raiden could just zap them there. The problem with that kind of thinking is that Raiden should be able to find these fighters on his own and transport them to the temple at a moment's notice. He shows all sorts of convenient powers throughout the movie, but we are never told how the rules work or how Jax got there, so we're free to come up with anything we want when we send it. Honestly, everything from informing Earth's fighters there's a tournament that we must win is a complete mystery in this movie. Everyone is lazy about finding and training the people, and then Raiden gets mad at them for not being trained enough. Who the fuck is supposed to do what to prepare the fighters, and how much time do they think they have to do it? I think my favorite of the sins that I wrote is when Cole has a vision while he's in the bathroom. One thing is fairly similar to one that is fairly similar to what Gandalf has when he almost touches the One Ring and sees the Eye of Sauron. So, oh shit. To have a vision like this, Cole must have touched the one sink of sorrow and was a delight so good. to come so up with. Good. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah. This movie, man. Um I I actually respect a lot of what they're doing in this movie. I respect that they're trying to treat the source material with a little more of an adult vibe because the source material was violent. It would like like I 
I feel like it honors that in some ways. I don't mind the uh, the one-liner nature of it so much. Like, it's a property that kind of plays itself to, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You get where that line's from for the fans. But the plot and the character work in this is just so all over the place. And it's it's like the people in this movie, they all they aren't all in the same movie. There's just there's two movies going on here. Some of the characters are are in you know almost uh, 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 you know kind of you know comedic send up, and some of the characters are trying to do actual drama, and it's just it doesn't go together very well. Um, so yeah, this is a very messy movie that I still respect in some ways um, for those things. As far as sins goes, uh, calling his weapon a stabby yo yo is just inspired uh i loved that you mentioned the one sink of sauron i love i love sins where the writing is just like it takes everything at face value in a way that that is ridiculous and there's one sin i forget exactly what it's about because i just wrote down the punchline but it's uh what's the infrastructure and that just slayed me for some reason where you're going through all this stuff and it's like how would this work what's the infrastructure and that line just just slayed me (laughs) Um, and then the other line that slayed me was just like the brochure promises. Um, I, I died at that one. As I well. loved that one. Yeah. That one is about, I, I wrote that one down because that one's about like the gardening spade that this guy picks up the gardening spade mm-hmm. and uses yeah. it to, you know, just start murdering people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, this gardening spade cultivates your garden, reshapes your garden bed and splits dude's head open. Just like it promised in the brochure. <laughs> yep. So good. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, why don't you continue, Danae? Any thoughts on the the movie or the the sins themselves? Um, well, just being confused, I wanted to say too, just for those who keep track of these things, I have never seen Horton Hears a Who or this one. So there yeah, you go. Nice. There you um, go. Drink so twice. I'm again watching it like I'm shocked you haven't seen this. Yeah. One. I'm just I thought this yeah, would this one's right up my alley. You'd already watched it like four times this morning. Yeah, yeah. it's one that I have on speed watch. <laughs> Um, so I was, I'm watching it, trying to figure out what this movie's about while it's being sinned. So <laughs> that's always an interesting experience. Um, but there was the, uh, we're on the precipice of victory and taking earth realm forever, but we must strike now this idea that this bad guy is constantly saying, we've got to do this right now. And there's yeah. several sins where, um, Barrett and Chris kind of go at the idea of they're so intense about everything has to happen in this moment, right this moment, and they keep sending it. But on this one, it was the the way that the narrator says, now, you hear me? Not the those nows that I've already mentioned over the last several days. Now, now. Like, starting now. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was really cleverly done. Yes. Um, there's a moment when they're talking about the tournament's number being number 10, and the way that the narrator's like, oh, no. Not the 10th tournament, anything but that. The 10th yeah. tournament's so special. I mean, it's 10. It's the number 10, guys. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, but the one that got me was about porn, of course. It says, um, he's about to get his soul sucked is the lead in. And then the sin is, I hate it when someone has the upper hand in a fight and gets distracted by porn. Nice. Just funny. Just fun yeah. stuff. Good stuff. That's great stuff. Jonathan, what about you? <laughs> Um, I did see this. I, uh, hated it very, very much. Um, I think this movie's terrible. I, this is a, this is something I'm really just getting annoyed with in these, uh, universe building franchises anyways, where we have to have this first movie that's really nothing mm-hmm. other than just set up. It's like, it's like just this giant budgeted pilot setup. to a television yeah, yeah. show. 
No, and it's not even good setup. It's not even interesting. I mean, if you have interesting setup, I guess maybe right. I'll I'll ignore it. But I just I still just like this doesn't feel like its own story. No. This feels like a a pre story to something that's going to happen. And I'm sorry, you cannot have a Mortal Kombat movie without a tournament. I, I mean, I, I just have, I have no interest in it. I mean, if there's anything I'm coming to this for, it's to see the crazy tournament. And you know, maybe that's on me, and that's a me thing. But whatever. I mean that. It made me really dislike mm-hmm. this yep. movie, and uh, and everything Aaron said is correct. It's just it's messy as hell. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the character building's weird, and uh, I, the performances are fine. But I mean, I don't know that anybody had a chance. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just thought this movie was terrible. Um, as far as the video though, it was great. Uh, all twenty seven <laughs> minutes of it, I loved it. But I mean, but seriously though, it does like it. You can't judge like how bad the movie is to the people writing it based on the 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 amount of time, especially when you compare it to like the early mm-hmm. videos where a lot of those are like six to ten minutes, you know. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was I was like that's crazy, but uh, but it was it was well worth it because everything they pointed out was was really interesting. Um, did they already mention the gardening spade? <laughs> uh, stuff? I thought that was hilarious. So good. Um, I did like when they introduced, uh, I think it's Chung Lao. Is that right? I don't know. I, I never played this game, by the way. So I don't have like any uh, connection yeah, to this universe Yeah, that would be a really important part. It's like watching World of Warcraft yeah. movie or something and being like, oh, this is, oh yeah. my God, it's so-and-so. But mm-hmm. in World of Warcraft, you don't get to play those characters. But in Mortal Kombat, you get to play the characters. So and I, they all I, have catchphrases and yeah, 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 all yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. Okay, th- somebody in the uh, somebody in the chat corrected me. Thank you. It's Kung Lao. When they introduced Kung Lao, though, it's you know, oh good, glad this guy could get such an awesome character introduction. We should probably play that Alan Parsons project song, Serious, whenever this dude shows up <laughs> on screen. I thought that was really funny, and um, and I just loved the thing at the end. Uh, There's like that. I don't remember. It was towards the end, and it was just the send was, oh yeah, I remember this level from the video game where you can fight a gently used double wide <laughs> in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> One of my faves. <laughs> Uh, so good. So very good. Uh, all right, let's move into keeping tabs. Hey, podcast peeps. It's me again. Um, mm-hmm. Those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my... Uh, every time I... Do I talk? Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're... Mm. Okay, we're gonna try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We'll talk about some more stuff from the behind the scenes, putting together the content. Uh, I'll go first and uh, talk a little bit about a couple things from uh, Horton Hears a Who, because I did some research. Um, Horton Hears a Who. I just, I wanted to turn the elephant is faithful 100%, uh, you know, quote from Horton Hears a Who, which is one of the most famous ones on its head with the uh, uh, elephant adultery uh, idea. And then there was a callback in the, the script to it as well. And so I was like, I have to know, are elephants monogamous? And they are not. Uh, they are very much not. Um, so, uh, you know. Cheating I, uh, I did the, the elephants uh, are faithful is just a lie. They are unfaithful. Maybe they're faithful to their friends. Like, like, <laughs> like. 
like maybe they're friends with all of their female, you know. Sure. A little yeah. polyamory. So, a little, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're faithful to a themselves. A little pack yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little, yeah, pack a poly. That's it. That's Ele- the one. There you go. Uh, Elephant And hose. then the other one I had to mention was the sin was the Eustachian conveyance fallacy. And this was one of those instances where I was like, cartoons always do this thing where you blow something in one ear and it comes out the other. And I'm like, that is not true. It could never happen. And I was like, I wonder if there's a term for that. There is not. So I thought I will invent one. So I looked up what that passageway was called. uh, And the Eustachian tube is technically an opening that connects the middle ear with the nasal sinus cavity. So the Eustachian uh, tube actually goes from the ear to the sinuses. Well, then the other sinus is, you know, are kind of connected. It would have to go back through the Eustachian tube through the other ear. There's not a way for all that transfer to happen. So it cannot convey from one ear to the other. So now it is known as the Eustachian conveyance fallacy. And that is an official title that I made up that is now real. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, so there you go that's the eustachian that's amazing uh fallacy so yeah uh what about you guys Uh, i didn't really have much i i only worked on rick dependent spray is that what it was Mm -hmm. something like that but the rick and morty episode and um i mean i thought about googling does las vegas have this much spermicide but i just found that would not be a good use The answer is yes. My Google time. (laughs) Also, funny story about that. I love how I called it. I just called it straight up semen. It was like I was right. I I love some of these notes we have to comments. We have Mm -hmm. notes we have to leave for the editors. I always I feel like a weirdo because I'm like, uh, can we can we show a little bit of the actual semen being sprayed so (laughs) the sin makes more sense and then. And then Danae comes in and is like, yeah, the spermicide. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I probably should have said that. But uh, <laughs> the things we have to write. Mm-hmm. It's just insane because it was like, I guess initially, like we didn't really see them spraying it. We just saw them talking at the top. So I was like, well, people aren't going to know what that is. We have to we have to show the spermicide people. We do. We have to show uh, the spermicide, not the sperm, dire. the spermicide. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Which you have to clarify in the show. Up. <laughs> and then I did go read a bunch of, once I found out people hated it, I did read a bunch of IMDb reviews. And then I realized that this is why I don't read IMDb reviews uh, because they're not good. But, um, you know, whatever. I did, I, but I didn't really have to look up anything. It was all pretty... Nice. Uh, you know, just just uh, a normal day of sin- <laughs> Yeah, uh, today you wrote on both the Rick and Morty's. Did you have mm-hmm. anything you wanted to to talk yeah. about? Yeah, so I found myself at on Dooney and Burke's website, uh, and also on Legat uh, Legatska. I can't remember the name of the site, but mm-hmm. I was looking up handbag information because I send the fact that in a world of aliens that have. Uh, what seems to be sexual orifices and sexual breasts, like or, or breasts that are very sexual on their elbows, I mm-hmm. wouldn't think that you would have the same style of purses as humans do. And I really thought about this too much because if you have like, and purses, there's different sizes of purses and there's different lengths of purses. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that I was identifying them by kind of their like official titles mm-hmm. so on Dooney and burke's website they talked about things called the strap drop length which is the length yeah. between the strap and then the opening of the bag and um then on legaxta's website i found the definition of handbags because there's obviously like 
There's baguettes and barrel bags and bucket bags and clutch bags and pouch or coin purses, cosmetics bag, crossbody, drawstring, east or west, eco-friendly, embossed envelope clutch, evening bags, family fa- fanny packs, flat bags, faux leather, grommets, hobos, jackards, leathers, nappas, north stars, organizers, patents, satchel, shoppers, shoulders, slings, suede, top grain and tote and wristlets. Wow. Wow. I know. And I had no idea that there were that many or that you have to define them by like all of these measurements. So yeah. I ended up going on this really crazy bunny trail to figure out what the type of bags were on screen versus making sure I understood the terminology all to sin that I believe with confidence that those aliens would probably prefer crossbody bags. I'm just going to say that unless yeah. they really like to just chafe their elbows stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm sticking beside that. So that there was for go. one. And then for the other, I did look up um, information about the strength it would take to bite off a finger. And we can talk about this just for a bit because it's all over the comments. And I love that. Um, but it was something that was discussed in the writing process. And I believe I Aaron it actually looked it up, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we decided to send it anyway because it happens instantly. There's no struggling moment of. Uh, Morty to rip off this finger and obviously it's animation there's this you know epic sequence happening in front of us and they're not going to try to be very realistic about that I get that but that's kind of the fun part to sin is that it instantly like a hot dog just comes apart when in actuality it does take a little bit of effort and yes we can do that Um, and I think actually Aaron was the one that linked me to a really interesting um, uh, clip there's a scientific study like that on the, the website that you linked me to uh, I, I did my own research but then the one mm. that you linked me to is what i'm gonna talk about bondmeout.com <laughs> <laughs> bondmeout.com this is about this is a woman's fingertip bitten off over a fight over shoes uh so the first part of this oh the article of it happened the article yes. yeah, 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 yeah 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 thank you i couldn't think of the word uh, the article is about this woman that was arrested God. and she bit off someone's finger. And the last s- paragraph just very briefly says, in fact, it takes just about 200 newtons, which is a unit of force, to bite through a raw carrot. And the average human has a bite force somewhere between 520 and 1100 or 1178 newtons. In 1956, ugh, tests were conducted on cadavers to determine the force needed to successfully sever a finger, and scientists discovered it takes about 1,400 newtons just mm-hmm. to cause fractures. That's right, fractures to the bone, tendon skins, and our nails beef up our fingers more than you can imagine. Anyway, it kind of goes on for there. There's something about the jaw and blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. It's So there are studies, that, but it doesn't happen that quickly, and that is why we send it, and I stand very firmly behind that sin. I stand and behind I'm it also, as well very confused about yeah that day that you as a scientist or a doctor go into the office and you're informed that on this day in 1956 you're going to be biting cadaver fingers just to see <laughs> if you know just guys we just need to know can someone rip off a finger with their teeth uh and they did it so i uh i I, I stand behind it as well and one thing i wish i would have known is how prevalent the urban legend about the carrots is. How many people believe that is oh, true? Oh, it was so instant. Like, the, the, like there, there's an urban legend that the that it takes the same strength to bite through a carrot that it does to bite off a finger, but we can't do it because our brain seen, sends a signal 
um, to to our mouth not to let us do it. Like this is a common, apparently, urban legend. I did not realize how common it was and how many people have heard that and just taken it as truth. Or I yeah. would, or we would have addressed it in the sin. I think if we knew it was that common. Yeah, it really you know, is. Kind of, I mean, it's just all over. But that it's one. complete urban legend. It, it is. It literally takes at least seven times the amount of force to bite through a finger than it does. And they uh, said, too, in this particular article, just a quick reference. And again, there's other articles that I looked at just to have confidence. um, 1,485 newtons to cause a fracture. Mm -hmm. And our bite force is somewhere between 520 and 1178. So it would take an effort to chomp, 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 yank off a finger, not just go carrot off of a finger. Right. Our our bite force is about 1200 newtons and to bite through a finger is about 1500 newtons. So you can tell it's going to take, you know, our entire... It's going to happen, but it's going to take effort to have that happen, which we didn't see in Rick and Morty. So. Yep, that's just one of those things. People believe something that they've heard, and they just you know they think it's true. Mm-hmm. And so yep. yeah, it, it was interesting. Like every other comment was, "Did you know you could actually bite through a carrot the same as a finger?" And it's like, "Did you know you're wrong?" <laughs> it's like, I I think I think the last year and a half though has showed us that you know uh, people don't believe crazy things. Uh, so <laughs> no. I don't know what you're right. talking about. I we're not susceptible at all. I do appreciate in the chat someone saying, "Danae, I don't think they were biting." Just testing the Newton measurement to sever a finger. <laughs> yes, I, I think that is probably true. That is not how it went in my imagination, though. And you don't. In once imagination, it's in my imagination, do all this stuff. Yeah. it's like it's there forever. Just, they have just a theory them, and they like, test okay, it. guys, one, two, three. In Danae's world, there are no crash test dummies. Actual scientists sit in the cars and uh, no. get an accident to test the. No, <laughs> no, I know about the dummies. All right, let's move into comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. Uh, my comment section was on uh, carrots and fingers. Uh, <laughs> so that and uh, the taking a sin off for the heart-wrenching voice acting and just the people really were moved by that. And I am so with Ian. I don't understand how you can be moved by the show. I don't get it. Like I am an emotional person and I can't connect to any of these completely non-existent uh, caricatures. Like it's just, I don't know. I didn't even feel it watching the episode. Like I, I get uh, like there was a moment, but I didn't feel anything. I don't know. It's it's a weird one for me, but apparently a lot of people do. So, yeah. Which scene was it? The scene where he where he has to say goodbye to Planetina. Like there's like it, it really tries to oh, effort the, his that response. Episode. I didn't watch the episode. Yeah. So. I just watched the video. Yeah. So. I actually really liked that part of that episode because it's again him standing up for himself and like his own mm-hmm. value which is really yeah. interesting to kind of think about and i understand that but i also liked planetina being like fuck you <laughs> just leaving <laughs> i really and i really enjoyed that and i think that the people who um who talked about like the making of of that episode they had gone around to try to figure out who was going to break up with who and mm-hmm. they ultimately decided that it needed to be morty so that mm-hmm. was interesting yeah uh, Danae, what about you? Um, I wrote down a couple of comments because I think that's the rules, but I don't remember. Um, rules. So when uh, the sin was about um, Beth uh, washing her gloves in the sink at the beginning of uh, the Rick Dependence, uh, the sperm monster one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Jay Burton says, uh, th- uh, I should say this, the sin was about washing your gloves before you throw them in the trash. So you're washing the blood off of gloves Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. why would you do that? Is my was the sin? Jay Burton says to remove excess liquid biological material so that it has less likelihood of pluming and spreading any bacteria around the room when the bin is opened again at a later time. Um, the next person whose name is don't mind me not having a profile picture responds and says still didn't wash your <laughs> hands, though, which is true. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Aaron responds. This is a cool thing. I did not know now. Uh, thank you. So that's cool. Didn't know that. Good point. Didn't research it. Didn't think I needed to. Uh, but maybe that person was like a medical training. I don't know. It makes yeah. sense, I suppose. Sure. Uh, and then Sam <laughs> Morris said, Morty has two kids and he's only 14. And I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jonathan, what about you? Um, so in that same episode of Rick and Morty, uh, I wrote a sin about um, how could Morty um, have sex with the Bojacker, as we already talked about, mm-hmm. because it was, you know, he was like head level with the, with the, uh, entrance. God damn it. This episode with the, <laughs> the entry. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then Dominic Da Vinci <laughs> made a comment. Bojacker, which I love that they called it the Bojacker mm-hmm. has an adjustable mount. Check the springs beneath it. So Morty would simply adjust it to get it to lower the Morty junior level. Don't you agree? Um, <laughs> I didn't put that much thought into it. I'm, uh, I'm glad you did, and I will. I'll take the loss there. I'm good. I'll take the zero. There is also somebody that like, have you never heard of a chair? And I'm like, uh, it, the sin is still that. Like, what an effort! What effort mm-hmm. had to be? I had the same thought. I was like, is he going to hang off the top of it? Like, what's he planning on yeah. doing here? Just yeah. sort of like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then they didn't show us. You know, Why listen, wouldn't they show no, us? Listen, My God. there were there were sin there were anatomy sin opportunities uh, galore there that we stayed away from. The idea that <laughs> yes. something meant to uh, have horses ejaculate <laughs> would even work on a human, like you know, like it's just you know, the pressure points are probably at different places based on the length of appendages. Like we just didn't need to go into all those places. So so yeah, it's yeah, all there for sure. Though. Uh, all right, let's move in to Beyond the Sin. To infinity and beyond! Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Let's chat about something else from the pop culture world uh, that you've seen recently. Danae, why don't you kick us off this time? I'm skipping. I haven't been watching jack shit, and I haven't been playing anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? I watched uh, on Amazon Prime, I guess it was last weekend, uh, they released a film called Jolt. Um, Have you seen this, Aaron? I haven't watched it, no. Okay, so I'm just fascinated in general that there's this whole, like, because, you know, John Wick has already had, like, three movies, and then all of a sudden this year we have these, like, this slew of, like, vendetta films, these people that, you know, something's happened to somebody and they're going to go on a, you know, a killing spree. Uh, nobody. Uh, I I haven't seen Gunpowder Milkshake, but I get the impression that's yes. kind of what that movie yep. is too. Definitely. So this is uh this is kind of in that vein. This is Kate Beckinsale plays a character that has this insane, insane like rage problem. Like she yeah. has something going on. I don't even know if they really give it a an explanation because it probably doesn't exist. But basically, if she's set off at all, she'll just kill your ass. So mm-hmm. she has this uh, this vest with a bunch of electrodes on it, uh, and she will manually shock herself whenever she gets an urge. Um, and so that kind of helps her going. And then she ends up, uh, she's in like therapy and trying to work through all this, and she finally meets this guy that she kind of likes. 
and then he turns up dead. This is all like in the first like 10 or 15 minutes. Wow. And then so she decides to go vestless and just start killing everybody that had anything to do with you know, trying to figure out why this guy was was killed that she was she uh, met like two days before. Um, it is ridiculous. It is silly. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's a ridiculous premise, but Kate Beckinsale, um, definitely, uh, outperforms. She elevates the material. Nice. And, uh, she beckons it. She does really. She does. She's so good. And I haven't really, I hadn't seen her in much lately. So it was kind of nice just to see her back in a starring role. And, um, she, she definitely makes it worth watching. It's not great. Um, um, it's, I haven't seen nobody or gunpowder milkshake, unfortunately, so I can't compare them to those. But it's not; it's definitely not as good as John any of the John Wick movies. But it's, uh, but it's fun. It's a, it's a fun hey, time. What? I thought. Hey, guess what? Shock. Well, yes, I started watching Gunpowder Milkshake. Oh wow! Nice. I, but you I, didn't finish it. I would no. Did you not finish it because it was so violent, or did you just get no, no bored or what? I, I life happens, and I'm like, oh, I, I guess I'll come yeah. back to this later, probably. No, I haven't. Um, I'm counting this as your Beyond the Sins, by the way. We're putting <laughs> we're putting this I still down. have this, no. by the way, I still, I've had an hour, I've had an hour of Tomorrow War to watch since, like, for, like, four weeks ago, no, I so I understand this. I started, I, I, I think where I, I got to the point, maybe, like, maybe the halfway point, so I'm sure. really not sure where it's going or what the point is to it, you know? But I will say this, it is very confident in its music. Like yeah. its music thinks that this thing is epic as fuck. And so you're like watching it like, nice. wow, the music is telling me that something incredibly interesting is happening mm-hmm. right now. And I'm not sure that I agree with that. Um, I mean, there's a mystery to solve, like in a way, I suppose, at the very beginning with, well, who is she? Why is she this way? And maybe where is this important person to her? And does that matter? Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it's that in. I, it's very confident that it's very interesting. I just obviously am not that interested <laughs> enough to return to it. Well, I'll take Atomic Blonde over both these movies. Um, but uh, but yeah, See, I am not a fan of Atomic oh, Blonde. I love there that movie so much. Something so off-putting about who, that movie. It's the, something about the. I like I like the people, and it's Charlie Theron. That's who and, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, who's the other girl that's in it? I don't it's, remember. Um, oh my god, that's gonna kill me. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I was excited about Atomic Blonde, and I just something about it just didn't jive jive with me. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jolt Jolt's fun. Um, I don't really have much else to say. I will say this: I don't. I I'm still curious why people keep casting Jai Courtney. Um, <laughs> I'll never understand this, but uh, but yeah. uh, Jai Courtney's in this. He's very Jai Courtney. Uh, there's also a twist towards the end, which was kind of dumb. So not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not dumb. I, did I say dumb? <laughs> silly, silly. There's the a, word silly. There's a, there's a <laughs> twist towards the end that was just not needed. I don't think, yeah. but, um, but anyways, it's, it's, it's a perfectly fine time. You're, you know, it's especially in the summer and it's hot outside. You don't want to go outside. Watch, watch yeah. Jolt. And uh, Kate Beckinsale just, you know, kicking ass is is worth 80 minutes of your time. Nice. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Olympic coverage for my uh, Beyond the Sins. Um, you know, we were about a week into the Olympics as we record this. And mm-hmm. I've I think it was in the outtakes last time me talking about how interesting the Olympics are to me that I get, find myself getting invested. I think the the broadcasting of the Olympics has like been 
it's they haven't adjusted with the the times yet, and it's very frustrating. They're doing all this uh, primetime coverage of stuff that happened the night before because obviously it's a different time zone, right? And they're broadcasting it on a like a three to four hour chunk where they're hitting the highlights and showing the big races as if they're just kind of cutting two things, um, which is fine. I get that that I get the reason that that's the way it's been done, and I've enjoyed that before. I think that's a perfectly fine way. To experience it, but I don't watch live television anymore. So, like, it's it's one of those things where I I went to Peacock, where they have a lot of their Olympics coverage on Peacock, and I got very excited because they had like all the sports listed at the top where you could like click through. And but when you click on them, it just had like, oh, here's an interview with this person. Here's mm-hmm. you know um, an event replay of this, and I was just thinking. Man, how much would it rock if you could if you had access to like let's say you wanted to watch the archery and you clicked on archery and it was just like the tournament bracket mm-hmm. and it was like okay, I'll watch this match, you know, that the USA was in and then I'll watch their next match. And it's just nothing like that and I'm just like there's an opportunity to really explore the Olympics digitally on their streaming service that I think they could have really taken advantage of and I just don't feel like they did it very well. I was very disappointed in the digital uh, aspect of hmm. of what they're doing with the Olympics. There's stuff there. There are matches mm-hmm. there. Like there are replays there of some of the stuff. But it's I, I just wanted it organized in a way where it's like I let's say I wanted to do a deep dive on table tennis, right? Like I could watch our table tennis player and how they did in their first match and how they did in their second. You know, mm-hmm. like that's just that's really interesting to me. Not just oh hey here's the gold medal match replay or you know here's the the things yeah. that we know people care about because on on primetime coverage they're just going to do swimming gymnastics and track and field and that's pretty much in basketball and that's you pretty do much get what some it's gonna of it be. live though yes. I think on cable because other yes. stations show it like MSNBC or somebody like yes. that will no, show no, no, it during absolutely. the day yeah. Like, but again, it's not the it's not the live part that I'm disappointed because I don't watch live television. You. So it's like I sure I could go on and yeah. oh, what's live right now? Oh, beach volleyball is live right now. I guess I can watch that. Um, but it's just it's it's one of those things where the ability to really dig down and explore something just isn't there. Um, yeah, and it talk could about be. Aaron doesn't watch live television. Sometimes in the Slack, he'd be like, could you guys not talk about the NBA game? Because I'm going to watch that later. <laughs> I don't care. That is not what I say. That is not how I approach it. But yes, the, you're right. the spirit of what you say is true. Yes. <laughs> um, I watched, I've watched very little of the Olympics, but I haven't, I haven't watched it on Peacock. I just watched it because I've still got cable. So I watch it on NBC or whatever. I did watch some of the... I don't know which skateboarding section it was because I don't know much about skateboarding. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they were calling it. it was the tricks, but um, it was mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. I was I got invested in it because this twelve year old girl had the chance to be the youngest person to ever win a gold medal, mm-hmm. and she didn't. Right. But I mean, but she did really well. But it was like. I was at first like they made skateboarding an Olympic sport, but it's actually pretty fascinating to watch them it because really is. I, yeah, I've never been into skateboarding, so I don't know much about it. But like they were doing the, they were they were jumping up on a, a rail like a stair rail and mm-hmm. trying to slide down, and they weren't all making it. I mean, which was kind of kind of painful to watch because it was like oh yeah. no, but they would get back up. So I guess they were good. But um, yeah, that was kind of fun. But I haven't I haven't watched a lot just because I've never I don't know I, I I don't have a problem with the Olympics in any way shape or form. It's just for some reason it's never really uh, interested me that much. I was yeah. fascinated to see how the uh, the basketball would rebound after they had that loss to France, which they 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 destroyed Iran. It looked like, but uh, yeah. I don't know if they played since then. 
Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. No. So so yeah, the Olympics coverage I think could could use some work beyond just the how it's always been. Here's three hours of you know highlights, that kind of thing on on our you know primetime coverage kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I just I I for a second for a split second I foresaw a world that was really interesting digitally, and they just it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, so yeah, there you go. Well, that is uh, let's see. Um, Jonathan had Jolt on Amazon Prime. I had the Olympics on Peacock and NBC. And Danae had Gunpowder Milkshake no, I on Netflix. <laughs> no, I didn't. She <laughs> loved it. She loved Highest it. It was one of her of favorite recommendations. Things. No. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, you can mail it to us. P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, a giant space incest baby, and myself, Mm -hmm. we will see you next week. Happy International Traffic Light Day. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at CinemaSins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting CinemaSins.com slash BTS. I don't know why I do the things I do. I don't. I don't even know what makes it into the final show. Oh, hello. Me, mama. Me, mama. Me, mama. Me, mama. Me, how does somebody have five cities already? How are there two tribes that already have five cities? I what is don't up with these know. crazy I bots? I don't fucking know. I need to watch these I crazy bots know. in action. I am I am questioning my ability to play this game on a regular basis at this point. <laughs> Come on, boys. Today, is that the best thing about being a woman? Are those lyrics true? No. The You're best the thing about here... being a woman is using tits to get what you want. Duh. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. That actually is something I've never intentionally done, although I have my suspicions that has helped me get out of certain things. <laughs> Tickets specifically. So the best thing about being a woman are the privileges that come with the physical allures of being a woman. I don't know. I don't know. No, Best I mean, thing about would, being a woman is our periods. They're fucking delightful. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. There's You haven't lived until you sneezed and felt part of your insides gush <laughs> out of your vagina. <laughs> you just haven't That's, lived. I'm never going to live. It's, uh, I'm never going to live. So unfortunate. <laughs> the uh, It's an honest answer. And I think like if I were to say the best part of being a man. I don't think pro- that that's the best part of being a woman though. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I, and I don't think it probably is either. But there is a level where you could say, if you look at it one way, the best part of being a man is the privilege of, is just privilege, right? Like, you know, there's a gender privilege that comes with being a man. Mm-hmm. That's a cynical way to look at it. Like, I know you were joking, but the, like, there's the cynicism that comes with 
you know, I have built in power just because I was born a certain gender. I don't you know. think that that's true, though. I was just being no. stupid. Yeah. No, I know. It's I think... a, but it's still an interesting conversation to have. Sure, sure, sure. Um, based on my knowledge of my guy friends, I think the best part about being a guy would be peeing. It's, it's so a pretty good part. easy to pee. Having ex- having ex- you can yeah, pee an external anywhere you want to pee, and it can be discreet. Well, that's you, not true. You can discreetly <laughs> pee just about anywhere you wanted to. Now, there's going to be consequences, of course, depending yes. on where. Like, if you wanted to pee in the middle of a plane, that probably yes. would get you in trouble. But you have such an easy way of like evacuating. Yeah, it's so we can we can excrete discreet. There was some like, I don't remember what this was on. It was like a TV show. It was like the practice or law and order. It was some lawyer thing. And like this guy got put on a sexual predator list because he peed at an elementary school. <laughs> like, I wonder if like that's possible. Like if you got caught yes. sure. like drunk and peeing outside of an elementary school, oh, like even if it was yeah. oh, at okay. night. I was like, how like, does that work again? It, he, was, he was outside or something. Yeah, I guess. Okay. No, he was in the bathroom at the know, elementary I was like, Wait, school. <laughs> so what? This, I was confused. I no, was confused. I just, I just caught that. That's hilarious. <laughs> what do you think, based on your assumptions of your female friends, would be one of the benefits? So yeah, I think according to like specifically the women in my life, yeah, observational, there's not, personal there's not observation. There's not a lot of great things about being <laughs> a woman. No, it sucks um, so bad. <laughs> I think I think breasts are one of them. I've heard that before. Like having breasts is not even just to use them in the way you were talking about, but you know, like they're fun to have. They're not. Um, but they're not. No, they're you're not. right. They're not. That's they're I, they're, heavy no, things that's you carry on your chest yeah, all the no, time that wrong. fuck up your spine. They suck. This is going to sound strange, but I, being honest, you should um, be. the the one thing that like I feel like would be amazing about being a woman that I will never experience is having a child. That that seems like like an incredible. I'm good with that. No, I get it. Like I'm not. I, it's not the pain that I would be looking forward to, but the idea of growing a human inside of me, delivering that human, and then that human needing like a part of my body for you know life and like. There's a connection that my wife has to my kids that I will never have. Yeah. Because of that. And yeah. that's that's okay. So I, that may no, not that's... be like the ultimate yeah. best thing about being a no. woman because I, that I would... defines women as only childbearers, but I would say that I do wonder if one of the priv- like one of the things the perks would be I, I, observationally if people want to open up it's easier to talk to a woman than a man sometimes. Yeah. So like observationally, uh, Aaron and I working together, if if someone wants to start up a conversation, they come to me to start a conversation. They don't go to Aaron to start conversations a lot, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anything like that, though, it's weird, though, right? Because this, the second you start talking about gender in anything that's non-physical... Yeah. It becomes the way we perceive gender, right? Like the, it, it becomes. Well, I'm talking more whole... about. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, mean, know I mean, when you're talking about like you get to pee standing up, that's a physical difference that literally is just a man thing. When I talk about it's giving birth, that thing. is literally a physical difference yeah, yeah. that is a man woman thing. The other the thing is perception. Started, everything yeah. else is mm-hmm. perception and everything else plays into mm-hmm. gender stereotypes and, you know, mm-hmm. gendered language mm-hmm. and. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's an interesting so thing So maybe to think one of about. the cool parts about being a woman would be that it's more acceptable to wear nail polish and makeup, for example, <laughs> like it's more like you don't have to, sure. you don't have to fight for your right to wear 
you know, and nail like, polish. And, and on the other side, one of the best things about being a man is you never even have to worry about that. No. You, like, I, you never have to put on makeup well, or I'm, nail polish if you don't because, want to. I'm saying that because there's a, uh, a boy, little boy and little girl, and the little boy likes to wear dresses and wear nail polish like his sister. Mm-hmm. And he's already getting fam- family shame for it from other sure. people in the family. Sure. And I was just thinking about him going, let's say that as he grows up, and they're not even giving him pronouns, but I'm saying them for the ease of conversation. As he grows up, he wants to wear makeup and he wants to wear dresses and and still be identified as a male. Or he identifies as something completely different. Like that journey is far more acceptable if he was just a, f- a female. So mm-hmm. that could be something that someone would say. It's so much easier because if I wanted to wear whatever I wanted to wear and I was a woman, I wouldn't have to. Ex- I wouldn't have to explain that. But yeah. s- flip that over. As a woman, sometimes you have to explain why you don't wear makeup too. So yeah. we should all just stop talking about each other anyway. But I, Jen, I just want yeah. a piece standing up. That's the only thing I wanted to talk <laughs> it about. Doesn't, well, I mean, technically you can, but I, I don't know. It's I don't not, know how messy that that's would true. be. But no, you're right. You're not wrong. I practice in the shower, so I do know I I have a good aim. It doesn't even have to be that extreme, though. I mean, I got made fun of for reading Agatha Christie when I was a kid. So I sure. mean, you did? Aw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got called yeah. like like what are Why? you, an old woman? Oh, know. Agatha Christie is great. Yeah, I got I got called the F word in high school all the time. Really? Like, I never yeah. got called that. I don't yeah. think. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever been called that. Actually, really? Maybe. My love of my love of theater, like you know, huh. it's yeah. just there the gendered stuff, man. It's you know, and I was much more open emotionally, and you know, it's I mean, surprise, surprise. To me, it's really it's interesting because I'm I'm a new parent, and I'm also newly aware of how important it is to be careful how you define things i learned this in massage therapy school in an interesting way like for example you never comment on someone's appearance in massage therapy as your ther- as their therapist because you never know what's triggering for them and being naked on someone's table is a very vulnerable place to be and so you're really ca- you need to be cautious about the environment of safety mm-hmm. that you give to them emotionally yeah. and all that and the example that she gave was, let's say that they're wearing nail polish on their toes and you say, oh, cute nail polish. They might put nail polish on their toes because they're really insecure about their toes. And now you've just drawn attention to their toes. And now they're thinking about their toes and just don't comment on people's appearances. You never know what it is. The only thing that you comment on are things that you need to comment on, like, hey, that's a really interesting Uzi rash. You want to talk about that before I touch you? <laughs> Please, please tell me you never actually had to use that sentence in real life. God, thank God, no. There was, a, there have been a couple of things I had to just be like, hey, just notice things. But then there's also this part of it where, as a massage therapist, you're seeing parts of their body that they don't get to see, like their back and stuff. So if you find something that you are concerned about, you need to be prepared to bring that up. It's but true. otherwise, you don't comment on anything like like some toes that are curled in and strange looking you don't be you know you never comment on that you would well you yeah just... because you may be giving a massage to moses who supposes his toes are roses even if moses supposes erroneously that's right that's exactly right that was the the exact rhyme whatever that was <laughs> we were taught <laughs> that they taught you that in massage it, yeah, school we had to memorize that uh and it was part of our graduation course that we ha- all uh-huh. together sure in chorus sure you know, yeah. re- recited it in front of recite our graduation. Recite it for me now. Recite it for me okay. now since you have it memorized. Okay. Uh, Moses supposes toeses be roses, er- erroneous toes. <laughs> Was he? He went to the Close baker and, and 
had the hat maker make hats for his toeses, you see. Oh, very nice. Very. I think that was exactly right. <laughs> did you learn the New Testament books with a song? Did they teach that to you? Is that I how they not. taught it to you? Um, I, I know. I know oh, hold on. United I, States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, <laughs> Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Can, <laughs> you, you can keep those going are, with it. Those are Bible. Man, the Bible's changed. <laughs> I didn't know they started naming the books after It's a different Bible for AG uh, world. Definitely changed. No, they did. They did for us, but I always get because I can let's see. Hold on, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, and the Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians, Hebrew, James, First and Second. I'm out. I'm Timothy? done. <laughs> Is it Timothy? I, I don't know. I but that's love, how they taught. That's how they taught the I New Testament. Old the, Testament. There were too many. I love the book of Second. I'm done there. That is uh, <laughs> that is one of my favorite books of the Bible. It's but then it ended. I was like, I was like the end because because we'd all be like Jude and Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> like all everybody would scream that in class. <laughs> but like King Philip came over from Great Spain. Like, what do they call those? The how you learn like because like that's the that's like mm-hmm. you know kingdom phylum yeah yeah, yeah what do yeah, they yeah. call those uh those are called mnemonic devices yeah 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 but my wife didn't know like every good boy does fine mm-hmm. and i was surprised like my wife never learned those because she was like what are you talking about because i was trying to teach Mackenzie something i was like yeah. you know there's one for the planets about mom making cookies or something like I yeah can, I i've heard different yeah you kind of put in whatever you want yeah but uh, mm-hmm. what is that one it's uh mm-hmm. i don't remember the order of the planets so <laughs> and i just is remember pluto even, is it, pluto even in there anymore no um i i remember i just remember in college anytime i needed to memorize a list of things i would i would think of the the most perverted mnemonic devices because <laughs> they stuck better and Say what you want about human nature, it works. <laughs> like it's just like No, they do. well that's what I'm saying. I still remember like I don't know when I learned the kingdom phylum thing, but I mean I remember that from mm-hmm. like 7th or 8th grade. I still remember yeah. King Philip came over from Great Spain. It's kingdom phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. Does me no good, but I know it for the rest of my life. I have now found a Reddit thread of mnemonic devices. Great. Perfect. Um, Let's save the, it for our show. The, the sta- <laughs> this is going to be my keeping in the tabs. Outtakes. Uh, of course. <laughs> there's a standard one for memorizing the 12 cranial nerves uh, oh, for anyone doing shit. neuroanatomy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Remind me of the first one. You want the first of the mnemonic or the first cranial nerve? Cranial. The first cranial nerve like, is... No, no, of the mnemonic, of the mnemonic. Like, uh, the first is O. Oh, it's just the le- It's O? Okay. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to be able to remember this. Because I learned did, this this one. I, I'm. I think I did. I wouldn't think you would forget this, but uh, you learned it for massage the first, therapy. What's the first word? Or what? Yeah. The first what? word is O. It's just O. O. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yes, oh. like that. Oh my oh. Old face. Oh. Oh, oh. 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 Shit. Okay. What's the next one? The next one is O. Fuck. Do you want me just to to tell you what it is? Yeah. 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 Okay. So the the mnemonic device for the twelve cranial nerves are O O O to touch and feel, feel. a vert. Oh shit! Oh shit! O O O to touch and feel. Oh, oh. this gonna guys coming back. Uh, is it very? Is it something about vegetables? <laughs> Probably how you learned it. It is not in the one that I'm looking at. Oh it shit! Isn't. Okay, okay, okay. What is it? O O O to touch and feel a virgin girl's vagina. Oh my ah, God. heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I did not learn that one at all. That is not what we learned in massage therapy school at all. Yeah, no, that's good. All right, what was the clever one you found for the planets? 
Well, the first off, I figured out the one I learned because, of course, when we learned planets, there were nine. Mm-hmm. So mine was my very educated mother just served us nine pizzas. That's what it was. And it was pizzas, not cookies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the eight planets, since, you know, it ends at Neptune, although this one actually, wait, hold on a second. This one would be Pluto, though. But I just thought this was interesting. My very easy memory jingle seems useful naming planets. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I thought that was good. That's good. Uh, but then they also have many very educated men just screwed up nature. Uh, my violent nice. evil monster just scared us nuts. I don't like that one. <laughs> All right. Just a couple more that are in this Reddit thread. Um, one is the taxonomic groups, uh, which you've already done kingdom, phylum, class, order, genus, species, which you do King Philip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they learned it as kinky people can often find great sex. That's not yes, wrong. This is not what's taught in school, though. <laughs> That's not wrong, though. And that one, honestly, will stick better. That one has a ring of truth I'll, to it, I'll so it'll stick better. I'll just remember the mnemonic. I don't know what it's for. I just remember the mnemonic now forever. What was it? Kinky people often... Find great sex. Can often find great sex. Kinky people yeah, have good sex. Sure. It's the only thing that... Kinky sex. That's it. That's all I'm going to remember. <laughs> Depends on your kink. Everybody's what? got a kink, though. Uh, and then the other one was the uh, four stages of mitosis um and oh i know these okay i don't okay uh that is prophase metaphase anaphase and telophase uh and that uh, mnemonic device is porn makes aroused teenagers yeah these are not what you're taught in school though this is not like your but they're better this is what i'm saying this is why you do dirty (laughs) mnemonic devices because they stick no no because i king King philip came over from great spain is more memorable to me obviously so because then the only thing that you remember at the end of the day is just that you're horny for some reason and you're like i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i'm horny but i am i don't know what i learned today i just remember that i'm horny (laughs) i'm gonna go grab a dr pepper but i have i can do that in 30 seconds all right how many Dr. Peppers has he drank today? How many Dr. Peppers has he said? I don't know uh, what the last has word was. Has he said? Because has I he... just said said. <laughs> but here's what happened. Let me explain. <laughs> I read something as I was doing that. And I was uh-huh. reading what they <laughs> So How just... <laughs> many Dr. Peppers has he said? <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> quit saying Dr. Peppers. <laughs> You're supposed to drink them <laughs> instead of save them. Let's go behind the sins now, shall we? <laughs> the the aquarium is the cool shit. The aquarium is pretty missing. Do you get any um like friend passes with your membership? No, I think they stopped doing that after the first year. Oh, okay. Just curious. My wife and I were thinking about uh, doing a day trip there for our anniversary. Well, you should. You could just you could just pay. Jonathan, I don't need your shame. Listen, if I can get a good deal from my friend, I'm going to get a good deal from my friend. That's right. If I can save, what is the what is entry? Fifty bucks or something? I think like it's, it's like thirty five dollars for crazy. one visit, um, mm-hmm. and and then that takes you into both of the there's there's two museums. There's mm-hmm. like the main fish one, and then there's another one that is it's a taxidermy experience with live penguins at one point. So. They want to draw you in so you can go through the penguins, but you're walking through all of these. Are they, li- are they only live penguins for half of the taxidermy experience? Or- <laughs> <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 